What is up, squaddies? Welcome back. This is episode 28, and we've got another great show for you today. We will be joined by my good friend, Diana Galay. She is a yoga teacher. Uh, she's also a professional photographer, and we'll have a great conversation coming up with her. But first, as always, it's the most interesting thing we heard this week. Gabby, what do you got for the people? Today, we've got another wonderful quote by good old Marcus Aurelius from the Daily Stoic. Um, My dude Marcus. We love him. We love the Daily Stoic, right? We love that over here. And I like to, um, I, like I've mentioned before, I read this every year. I do my best to read it every single day. Um, however, I've been reading the Kindle version, which I've been loving. But mm. I've, I've noticed, um, clearly I highlighted this last year. And then when I read it again, um, this was yesterday's prompt. Yep, still resonates. So just to, to start with Marcus's words. So July 12th was some simple rules. In your actions, don't procrastinate. In your conversations, don't confuse. In your thoughts, don't wander. In your soul, don't be passive or aggressive. In your life, don't be all about business. So essentially, you know, it's it's simple, right? But it's not easy. So you have these rules, exactly what he says. It's your job to put them into practice. It, it's your life and it's how, how you create from what he says and how you put it into action. So whatever your you know to-do list is, whatever it is, conversation with someone else, like do it for you, make it the way you want it, and not just because you read this quote today, do it like that every day. So I kind of really liked that one. It's just about living the way you want and the way you, you kind of should, right? If, if you're following yeah, the stoic yeah. life. So that was very interesting to me and interesting that I um, still resonated with it a year later, which I think is pretty cool. Sometimes those are just, you know, the things we need to hear yes. to kind of keep us on the right path. Uh, I know you're a big Daily Stoic girl, yeah. so Try. Um, shout out to them. <laughs> I think he was on uh, Rogan's podcast recently. Probably. Um, what's his name? Orion Holiday, the guy who has Eng like turned yeah. it into English. Um, yeah, he's great. He has a lot of good YouTube videos and stuff. And He's an interesting cat. He is, but... It's a good um, guide. I don't know. It's like a practical, yeah. you know, it's it's practical. It's simple. Uh, like like I said, not easy. Simple. So I love that. What about you, Ricky? Dig it. What did you hear this week? So this week I was watching some Netflix documentary type things. Okay. Uh, and this isn't really new information to anybody who, who has been paying attention. But the forthcoming depletion of our fresh water source some call it the water wars that are that are coming yeah. um, but i didn't realize how much of the water the fresh water that we have access to is stored beneath the surface yeah. in these underground aquifers and cities like mexico city was the one uh mentioned specifically in this documentary which again was from 2019 so this isn't like new breaking news oh, yeah. everybody like look out this is stuff that has been in the general consciousness but i kind of feel like it's one of those things where we're like ah eh, we'll worry about it later like that's a that's a tomorrow mm. ricky problem uh which we all which know so how i feel about tomorrow bad. ricky like he'll, it's so yeah F bad. future me has a lot uh coming up to deal with including <laughs> the usage of fresh water mm -hmm. those cities like mexico city yeah. and beijing they're actually sinking which 
is crazy to me. Yeah. That being said, obviously planet Earth has a finite amount of resources. You would think like the planet's 70% water, like we should have all the water we need, but the vast majority of that is salt water, which isn't drinkable. obviously drinkable. Yeah. Although there are some desalination things, it's just the technology isn't at the point yet where that is a sustainable method for us. Right. But again, the, the larger issue being what we go back to when we talk about beef and livestock, the amount of water that goes into just one pound of beef is still mind-blowing to me. And yeah. I think it was Cape Town, and apologies if that's a, a misquote from the, from the show, but they were actually approaching a day zero of running out of water, running out of the necessary water which unlike other resources, like you, we, you think about fossil fuels and how that's like something that we're, you know, running through. Well, fossil fuels aren't essential for our survival. It's not water. Exactly. Right? Like if oil goes away, like we will, we will survive. We will adapt. Um, yeah. It'll, yeah, it'll be different. But in general, we can survive without that. Water is not in that same category. So right. the original day zero that, that they had in South Africa was pushed back indefinitely because of measures that were taken, rationing out how much water each person gets, um, things like that. And they even went into like how in certain aspects of agriculture, you know, they're growing things in the desert and having to irrigate all that water. Like maybe that's just not a practical method. Yeah. Maybe that's not something that we need to do in those regions that don't naturally get enough water to support that. And that's sad because there's people there that that's their livelihood and, yeah. and I get that. But just because we've done something one way for yeah. hundreds, maybe even thousands of years at this point, it. Like you go back to the ancient Roman, the aqueducts and, and how they were you know, funneling the water usage into a civilization. Like that is what drives human civilization right. so um just something that i thought is interesting and Oops. should be talked about more maybe uh, I, obviously you know we're up here in the great lakes region where we have an abundance of fresh water with the lake um it's not always the, <laughs> the purest or the cleanest I, I wouldn't go you know drinking the lake erie water ah, bring your but, life straw you got one of them life straws you seen those what, does that filter the water? Like, yeah, you like you can drink what? Lake Erie's water with the life straw. I just got one for I'm, a camping trip, actually, because I'm a, cr I'm, I'm a crazy prepper person. And I got one of those because who freaking knows what's going to happen. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That also does not... I still don't think I'm going to drink the Lake Erie water, but thank you for I the option. I wouldn't have until my friend who's a kayaker did. She will take her life straw. She doesn't even bring a bottle of water. She drinks dirty lake water. That's how amazing these life straws are. So just saying. It, just saying. Just saying. It's an option. <laughs> life straws sponsor us. us. Yep. <laughs> so that kind of does provide a nice natural segue into our next segment, which is <laughs> Thirst Trap. One of those months where there's a lot going on. There's weddings. We just had my nephew's first birthday party, which was super cute shout out little yeah, happy birthday jay and i know you were just up in canada sure so was i did not not have a dry july <laughs> <laughs> tell us about canada how was it um well i know you guys can't see but my shirt 
uh, says A. Uh, like the, A. Got it out. Oh. Got it out. How about that? Got it at Walmart uh, in Canada. Oh. Uh, no, I it was see. wonderful. I, I joke with, uh, so I go to Winnipeg, right? If anybody's ever heard of Winnipeg, shout out. Uh, I'm a little, little WPG. Wedding, the day after the wedding, the whole week I'm there. Have a drink, have a shot. I'm also Croatian. We know this. So mm, that means like double, triple the alcohol. And Gabby is not someone who drinks like ever. So <laughs> when I go to Winnipeg, I tell everybody, you guys, I don't drink at all. You guys make me drink. So, um, so yeah, I definitely had my fair share of alcohol. I knew that I needed my hydration. I knew I wasn't going to feel well. And I, I already don't like to drink anyway, because I know it dehydrates me. I know it's empty calories. And I know I'm just going to feel sluggish and bleh. So yeah, take it from me, at least for someone who um, is, I suppose, a people pleaser slash peer pressured uh, kid. Um, I took it to, you know, my own level of have a little drink, walk away, hydrate. But yeah, Canada was great and I drank way more than I should and I'm done for the year and that is that. <laughs> we hit the quota. Yes, I hit my quota. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Maybe, maybe up the water. Yeah. Up your water. Stay hydrated out there. Yep. We close every show with that stay hydrated fam. Any, That's yep. a big, big, big one. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah. Let's kick things over to our interview with Deanna Galay. We now welcome on Deanna Galay. She is a yoga teacher right here in Cleveland, Ohio. She actually works with me at Tremont Athletic Club. And she is a professional photographer. Yes. Yeah. Doing a lot I of weddings and, marketing. and other good stuff. It's really nice. Free marketing. Dee, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to podcast with y'all. We're excited to have you. We're sitting on Dee's porch here in beautiful Lakewood, Ohio. So if you hear some, some pitter patter of rain, that's all that is. But as I mentioned, Dee has been teaching yoga for how long now man i think i actually thought about this yesterday so i was like how long has it been i think four years i'd say four four years Very four nice. years and i've told her this but i'll share with the listeners hers is probably my favorite class in cleveland to attend wow so that's a high first, honor coming yeah from ricky over there i know i still can't believe it Miss he Listen. likes to go front row too yeah so it's extra mr yoga himself <laughs> that's right well, I, I, I feel like a lot of classes in town, and, you, and feel free to agree or disagree, but a lot of them are really super power, like oh, tons yeah. of uh, arms Vinyasa and shoulders. And I feel like your class, I don't want to say it's more gentle, but it's like it's, it's a better pace for me for how I like to practice. And I really enjoy your sequencing. So real quick, just give me like, what's your mindset going into a class? What are you like hoping that your students take away? I, when I first started, it was very like, make sure you don't fuck up, make sure you're cueing correctly, make sure that you're doing all like 500 things that you need to be doing. And then once you get over it, you realize that like a lot of people come into this space, not because they really necessarily all of them want to work out, but a lot of them throughout the years are coming because it's like the only space they have for an hour where they're like just not in the reality of yeah. their world. And that's what whatever workout you do. But a lot of people come into it with that mindset and so it's shifted away from the like how can you perfectly sequence and make sure everyone like likes you and all that to just like how can you create more of just like a safe space and haven for people 
and you feel that like you feel everyone's like mutual baggage too when you come into a room I feel it on your Monday night class because it's yeah. a Monday. Monday, yeah. yeah. So Start of the week. you can just feel like everyone just like, oh, we need this. <laughs> right. We need this. And then leaving like completely like post-massage glow. Right. Yeah. It's great. 100%. And I think another aspect of like that detaching or just like getting out of your reality, as you call it, is kind of getting into your body, into your breath. And you have a lot of creative sequencing in your class i'll let you go into that in a second but that creativity ties in with your your day job which is photography so like is that something that you are mindful of when you're doing classes like because a lot of people are just very basic straightforward i am like so adhd with sequencing i get bored really easily if i can predict something it's hard for me to get out of my head and so my concept is like, if you can have the person not predict what you're going to do next, it keeps them in their mind and out of like, this is just like another thing that I'm doing. Right. Um, yeah. I just get bored very easily teaching the same thing. So I just like spice it up as much as I can and just get, and honestly, I've had classes where I've tried stuff and I was like, that wasn't it. That was a, that was a little Your too workshop, creative. Like, yeah. Right? People, yeah. you can see, tell people are like looking at you and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that w- we tried it. We won't do it again. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so you, you have like that kind of like playtime of just like creating, but yeah, I think it just goes into like, you know, with photography and just thinking outside the box, just trying to make it a little fun for everyone for sure. Yeah. And talk about photography for a little bit, because I mean, that's what you do. That's your your main hustle here so what's uh, with especially with weddings and there's a lot going on that day there's a lot of energy there's a lot of moving parts right everything so how do you like do you feel like that zen element has been helpful (laughs) for you to like yeah actually for sure these are great questions by the way (laughs) you can tell that you're like a professional podcaster like the transitions i just have to call it out they're so smooth (laughs) um what I learned, th- I keep forgetting to talk, talk into the mic. Into the mic. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. This big mic right next to me. It's just like coddle yeah. it. Well, just because we're outside. Is this so good? Can I hold it? Yeah, for like sure. Like a blanket? Better. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. That I'm literally, I'm holding it like a baby. <laughs> Hold like baby. Yes. Um, okay. So all weddings are the same. Like, I know that you think that your wedding is going to be special. different, but you're not special. And it's it's a good thing. Like, everyone experiences the same emotions 100%. at the same exact time. Yep. There's always a mother-in-law that is a mother-in-law. The, the same amount of nerves for everything, but I actually took a survey last year, and I asked all of my brides, I was like, what's one thing that you wish you can change? And they all were like, I felt like I got married, but I didn't even see my husband that day. Yeah. Or, like, I just, like, didn't take it in. And so my goal actually is like, fuck the timeline, fuck the Pinterest photos that you think you want to get. Just like, let's just go slow. Like if you want to get a beer in the middle of the day with your husband, go get it. If you want to go hide in a room for 30 minutes before your ceremony and make out, then do it. And so it's like transitioning away from the, what we think we need to be doing during a wedding day and day to day life. And just being like, how can we make this more intentional? So I always have my couple start with three breaths together and they always look at me like, what? Like you're crazy. You're not taking a breath with your, with your fiance ever. I'm a yoga teacher. I know. And I, I immediately followed up by like, this is the yogi in me. Just trust me. And they awkwardly go, okay. And I'm like, put your foreheads together. Don't worry about the photos put your hand on this is like the extra special package I say put your hand on another person's heart 
if they're, you know, like a good couple. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> and, read the room, right? <laughs> yeah, you gotta read the room on that. And then after those three breaths, they're always, like, so chill and so happy. So I think I, um, I try to integrate yoga stuff definitely into wedding days. Yeah, a lot of just being present, being yes, intentional. Yes, people don't know how to do because... It's, it's not how we're programmed. Yeah, and they're used. They're, it's like their first time getting married. Most of them, so they're just like, I have no idea what yeah. I'm supposed to. And feel. everybody, so background on me. I've been in event planning and in weddings for ten years. Um, no way. Yes. Who did you work for? Um, I've worked for much of the city of Cleveland, but the longest was the Hilton Cleveland downtown. Oh, like you did, like uh, like day. I of did. Everything. I did both. I planned the event, helped Bless plan the events, and then I was a server, so I served the events. Oh um, I've actually I served at Ricky's brother's wedding because it was at my hotel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like I served Ricky um, like shots. Like it was cool. <laughs> anyway. You, so you didn't spit in his food? <laughs> no, I did not. Or you did? I did not. I, pr- I made sure to uh, make, make sure I they actually like top notch service. They, they gave me the head table actually, so I, Ooh, I actually did. Oh, that's pretty dope. Um, but oh, so you literally see it? Oh, I mean, you so experience that's exactly it. Exactly what I was gonna say. Completely. Yeah, and like my other thing on the side is now I'm like a day of coordinator. That's my like super side hustle. Is I'm with you from six a.m. till midnight. And like I do everything from steaming the dresses to helping you walk down the aisle to getting you a water. But wow. my point here is So you agree, like it's the so, same thing. So that's my point is like you are so correct. It is so hustle and bustle. Everybody's telling you what to do as the bride and groom. And like you don't yeah. think you have a moment to breathe. So I just love that you make them you, you know, if they're if they're vibing for it, you, you have them do the breath yeah. thing. So my point here is I'm stealing that from you. And I will do that oh, yeah, totally when I am steal it. day of coordinating for people because... It will make you look so yogi. They love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You could just say you're a yoga instructor. Like, just, I'm a yoga instructor, oh, guys. Like, just well, do I'm it. I'm in the health and wellness field and um, yeah. mindfulness <laughs> and this is your only wedding day. Yeah. No, I love it. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I like this. We can share our own tips oh, and tricks here. Oh, trust me. I have seen it all. Okay. Well, sidebar. You have seen it all. You've seen way more than me. Ten years? Uh, on and That's off. Insane. Yeah. On and off. Since I was, uh, since I was 18. Yeah. So. The wedding business, we love it. Oh, it's wild, <laughs> Ricky. Yeah, it's you. It's you. you Eastern join. European gals. So, oh, G- Gabby's Croatian. It is our Eastern <laughs> European. I know. We're smart. We go for the wedding industry. Okay. So you know it. D- <laughs> it's like in our blood. It's in our blood. Oh Ever but, since we're little kids, it's all in our blood. All we did was go to big get married, get married, get married. Exactly. Everybody yeah. told you to get married and have kids by twenty. Is that how you grew up? Oh yeah, uh, Croatian wedding every weekend in the summer. Um, yeah, it, and it's like it's like the only pur- purpose of a woman is honestly just to get married, which I I understand that. I shot my first Ukrainian wedding, and it was centered around like. The woman getting married and leaving her yes, parents and, and the it's whole this, like, huge ordeal. But I said, "Fuck the patriarchy, fuck everybody." I'm not married. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is what this podcast is yeah, about. Yeah, but you know what? I always tell Ricky, I tell everybody, had you asked me where would I be like five years ago? Had you asked me where would I be now as about to be 27 years old? I would have thought I'd be Same. married with two children by now. And I am so happy I'm not. I no. We're still working on the puppy. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> yeah, puppy first. Puppy. How's Brucey doing? You have a puppy? I have a puppy. <laughs> little Bruce. My little, little Bruce. Bruce. He's my child. That's and the best I name. stand by that. Um, but yeah. Let's get him on the podcast next. <laughs> yeah, he'll be our next guest. Bruce, 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 Bruce. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're so right about like the 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 foreign wedding. Like it's all the same. It's all about leaving the family. It's all the same. And, yeah. So I Super totally traditional. resonate with you. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So, for if the listeners didn't catch that, D is Ukrainian. Smooth transition. Like your whole family besides you born in Ukraine. I know. I wish I could say I was born there. I so actually, you're first generation American, right? I am first generation. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. I was so forced nice. into Ukrainian school. When I was very young, it was really embarrassing because I was so bad at it that I was with like the first graders, but like I was in fifth grade. It's so, like I, I didn't even sit in the in the seat. You like, could laugh. You, laugh. you could yeah. laugh. No, that's okay. I'm over the trauma language. now. But I'd come in oh. and like I couldn't fit in the seats because it was so they had to get me a separate table. I felt like Elf. I felt like Buddy the Elf in Ukrainian that's school. I'm, I hated it. I'm, I'm getting more of a Billy Madison vibe, just like. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> Billy Madison. It's so much better. Just whooping them in dodgeball or uh, yes. dodgeball or whatever. That is that was a hundred percent me. Yeah. So um, my parents were born there, and they obviously came here for just opportunity. Life, yeah. um, Ukraine has always had just such like a rough background. Like Ukraine is just kind of like the kid in the corner that just gets bullied his whole life but like becomes strong and that's kind of how Ukraine was because they moved here because they just there was so much more opportunity um yeah here and thank goodness they did because I we grew up really poor because they came here with nothing and I'm like I don't even know what that concept is of having like only seven dollars right I just I just got the chills I know it's like I would have not survived and I always wonder like why are my parents always so stressed and always so like you know like mean and it's like oh because they were they were so stressed coming here with four kids and it's a concept that i don't think i'll ever understand it's just such a gap between like the opportunity we have versus what they had so you know with everything that happened with ukraine i think i went through a moment where i was just like really grateful of for the first time ever like my parents making that decision and coming here Yeah. yeah yeah for sure you did a, a bunch of outreach and helped Get, gather supplies to send over there so tell us a little bit about that as well yeah that was such a cool experience because it wasn't even it wasn't even me at all it was just like reposting something about my church taking donations and I expected to get like a few packages I was like oh perfect I'll like throw some stuff in my car and um head out I had to have two of my friends come and help me carry the stuff my my living living room room, i had to text my roommates i'm like we won't have a living room for like two weeks just oh my that's amazing i come and open my door and it was just like to the brim like i think you came when it was like kind of filling up remember my whole living room and so i ended up calling two of my friends and we took stuff there and it's incredible and so one of my brides that i photographed felt super like moved by the whole situation and she handwrote a note into the jackets that she donated. And oh, it was so cute. It ended with somebody miles away is thinking about you. Basically saying like, I'm sorry what you're going through. This jacket made me feel safe and warm. Like, I hope you find that. And so Please we, I was it, like, yeah. are you kidding me? Oh and the God. seamstress that she went to because her sewing machine was broken was Ukrainian and she didn't even know. And so she was like helping Ukrainian. I, it was just so cool. The story was yeah, really like, cool. And so we shipped it off to Ukraine. I'm actually waiting right now to see if like I can get like a picture of the kid in it. I don't know. Yeah, just something to cool. give her. Um, but yeah, after that moment, I realized I was like, it's hard to partake in everything that's going on in the world and like donate to everything that's going on in the world. So I didn't think anybody would, I just assumed. And then I was like, shit, I have some amazing people in my life and community. And I was feeling pretty down about the whole situation. And that was like the first time I started feeling like really happy and hopeful again. 
was because everyone donated People stuff. stepped up. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Ricky came in with, like, a bunch of bags, like, and I didn't even know yeah. Ricky back then. Like, he just was on it, too, which was really dope. I think that's when I first started to get to know Ricky. Yep. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's Tricked you into being my friend. I do it. <laughs> you know, he did that to me, too, and here I am still. Yeah, here you yeah. are. Co-hosting well, a podcast Gab- with him, Gabby. I got to meet Dee's mom last week. I know. Oh my god. Okay. Great interaction because I told him I was like, "Listen, my mom is this old Ukrainian Slavic lady. She's going to piss at you for your tattoos. She's just gonna do it. She's gonna tell you to remove them." She okay. did. <laughs> she did. Can you do? The, She's can you gonna do the say accent? something about like you're so handsome without them. Why all so, the yeah, Why yeah. all the tattoos? And like the thing, like the first five minutes. You know, like, everyone yeah, doesn't that. Why, do, know why do you need that? Like, why, why the tattoos? You're so handsome without them. We don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ricky did get to meet my mom, which is something special. Nice. Lovely How woman. was your experience, Ricky, meeting Great. a Ukrainian woman? Great. Uh, moms love me. So that, True. that was... Moms except for the tattoos, her. I think I, I won her over. Yeah, that's yeah, about it's, it. It's, it's very hit or miss with the Slavic women in that age Yeah, they're also um, just so, like... They're so honest. My mom will post stuff yeah. under my comments publicly, thinking that it's like a personal message, like inappropriate comments, okay? And I'm like, mom, you can't do that. Like, you're too honest. It's for everybody. She's she's brutally honest. So many Croatian people yeah. are drained, like on my social media, and it is hilarious. Hilarious. And yeah, yeah. I, I actually live for it. Eastern yeah. That's why, I, that's why I keep social media. Something else. You know what? I think at this point, most of those Ukrainians and things like that, you know, the, the Slavic people, they just want their kids to be happy at this point. Oh, that's so nice. Keep uh, the... Do you want my mom's number? You want to tell her that? Because <laughs> do you want me to talk to her? Because I don't know. I feel like it was so hard for like people were like, you have to keep the bloodline pure. We need only Yes, the freaking <laughs> bloodline. I'm sick of and, it. And craziness I know it's just not it's not it anymore it's not it anymore we've Americanized we're American girls you took the words out of my mouth once you're Americanized I know once you're Americanized you can't go back I've tasted a hot dog and I've tasted a Costco hot dog and I cannot go back. Cannot, I mean, Costco. I feel your pain. Costco. My boyfriend's American. It took me years to introduce him to my family. Yes? Yeah. Okay, see, so yeah, you, okay, you get it. That makes me feel a bit better. Oh, if anybody gets it, I get it. Getting back to yoga for a second. So much talk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Crazy. That's why we're here. We're, that's you know, we're we'll talk a you little yoga. So, I, I, I touched on your sequencing of the class and, and the flow. The other big part that I really enjoy in your class, which I think is probably an underrated thing, is your music. So, talk to me <laughs> about some so tunes. funny. I'm so anal with my music. It's so unnecessary. I think I spend so much time with it. Because it has to start, like, it has to start quietly. And then it has to freaking pump you up. And then it has to end very quietly. Chill, yeah. yeah. And so you can type in like yoga playlists onto the, into the search, and like so many have come up. I've like exacerbated those; like I can't yeah. use them anymore. Have you found yeah. artists that you tend to lean towards? Well, basically, I just like hop between you and Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go through your playlist. Shout and out, like, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Let's see if you have anything on here that I could use. I'm like, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and that's why I have good yoga music. Sophie was on the podcast. <gasps> really? Yeah. What'd she talk about? Mm-hmm. She's a registered dietitian. Oh, so duh. Nutrition, Great content. Nutrition and yoga. Great content. Oh, yeah. 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 That one's a good one. I'm going to go listen to that one. 
Um, and we do this. We do this with every yoga instructor that we have, because as we mentioned, Gabby is a novice yogi. So we have a segment called "Teach Gabby a Yoga Pose." Whoa! <laughs> so yes. do I have to show you it? No, you can. I just verb, walk verbally it. cue. Gonna it, She's gonna. And anyone listening at home, feel free to hop Damn. in here. So, what do you want to cue? What? It's so vague. Any, it's so any pose, vague. your favorite pose. You can oh. think about it. I'll edit this out. This is the part where you edit it out because, damn, like, what was yours? What would you say yours is? Mm, I love some extended side angle. Oh, fuck extended side angle. I'm so Bridge. overthinking this because I'm like, what is, like, are. the best yoga pose? Like, uh, that be the best? Shavasana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the best yoga pose, in my opinion, is anything that opens your heart. Because we are so slouched over all day. Like, this mm-hmm. is just such a technical answer. Like, this, like, I wish I had a more magical answer. But, like, see. we are slouched so much so that anytime I do a heart opener, I can feel, like, every person in the room, like, just, like, a glow stick, like... Yep. And I go, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what we need. So I actually do it. The only yoga move I do every morning, like I actually don't do yoga often because I teach it, which is crazy. But the only yoga move I do every morning, I get two blocks and I lay back on them and have my arms fall open. And that's like my favorite thing to do. So anything where you're just like, feeling like you're like an exorcism kind of like, yeah. So we'll see Gabby Forks. Why don't you put her into an upward dog? See, was that not a good answer? No, it was a good answer, but you have to cue her. Oh, because she's about to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I didn't know she was going to do it. Yeah, she's going to hop in right now. Yeah. Okay, can I tell her what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do dancer. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so you're going to put your right hand on your hip. You're going to shift the weight towards your right foot. Okay, so once you feel balance on the right foot, you're going to kick the left foot up towards your butt. Nice. Straight or bend? So like bend, yeah, bend it towards the butt. Now you're gonna take the left arm like you're holding a pizza and go all the way back and you're gonna reach for your big toe with your big thumb. Dancer pose. You're gonna kick into that. Big thumb. Big thumb. What did I say? I can't, do that. I can't, so, wait, I can't see your legs. I feel like I gave you the wrong legs. Can you move the uh, left camera hand, down? Left hand and left foot. Yeah, yeah. there we go. That no, was it. That was it. I did it. I just like, don't mind my that was it. I can, I can do it. It's just, I can't really. Yeah. Can she hold yeah, on yeah, to the wall? Yeah. You have to stay balanced first. So get the footwork down first. Yeah. So shift the weight and then just play with kicking that foot towards your butt. Like kick it all the way back. And then hold but that. Hold that. Stay up straight. Yeah, stand up straight. Right. Okay. So that's like the Ooh. hardest part is the balance, right? When you feel confident, there it is. There it is. I did it. For a second. That's my, um, that you're going to laugh. Oh, my yes. God. I go, go up against the wall. Put your right hand on the wall right, for now. Yeah, yeah there you go. I love this. She's so curious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, kick into the hand. Kick, 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 kick. Kick, yep. kick, 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 kick. There it is. Yeah, you feel that stretch on that, like, left thigh? Ooh, yeah. There it is. And the left nice. shoulder is opening up. And you are the other side. a dancer. Yeah. That's you are a dancer. You dancer. Persian dancer. <laughs> you dance now. Go dance. I actually, I actually have been in a dance group much of my life. So. There it is. I knew it. Nice. I knew, I knew I cued the right one. You okay, did. and your workout was complete. You oh, did okay. it. You yeah. just did some yoga. You How do you feel? Dancer pose. 
felt nice. I actually ran uh, like two miles <gasps> today, so I actually felt really good. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Stretched that thigh out. Yeah, that was nice. Thank you. That's good. I'll, that, I'm going to add that into my post yeah. repertoire. There you go. So Stretchatoire. I love yeah. that. Well, Dee, before we let you go, tell the people where they can find you. Shout out your social media. Yeah. Tell them where you're teaching. So my name is Dee, but my full name is Diana. So D-I-A-N-A and then G-A-L-A-Y, Galay. I have a photography page. If you ever want to shoot anything, I literally will shoot everything except male boudoir. So just for the obvious. Don't know how. Don't know what I would do with that. But it's I not for everybody. Else. Not for everyone. <laughs> not everyone. Can't tell your mom about that. Oh yeah, I actually I have my mom blocked on my Instagram. <laughs> She's not gonna listen to this. I was gonna say sorry, mom, but I'm like she won't listen to this. Yeah, cause she'll. She, this is what I was saying. I'll post a picture of like a boudoir pic, and she will comment like this is not appropriate. There's too much skin. Or too, she's like, uh-huh. she naked? Question mark. You know, like I'm like mom. We're just gonna block mom, you. Mom, that is like predictable predictable yeah she's not very like, proud of me for sh- shooting naked ladies i'm like oh, it's not licking ladies it's I'm, art i'm proud of you be proud it's art. as long as mommy ricky is proud yeah that's right that's all that matters oh uh, yeah and that's it i teach yoga at tac if you're ever at tac if not hit up Hell me and yeah. ricky and we'll teach you dancer pose yeah yeah all right d oh. thanks for joining us oh my god that was so fun That's a wrap on episode 28, but don't worry, we'll be back in just a couple of weeks with a brand new episode. Until then, catch us on Instagram at DSDTPod and at TrilogyCLE. You can find Gabby at GSINHealthyAndFit, and I am at RickyBobby. Until next time, stay hydrated, fam. Pretzel and always a beef stick. Oh, always I'm eating some stick. beef jerky and some nuts. Wait, show me my, give me my beef stick. Give me my beef <laughs> stick. Give me that beef stick. <laughs> I always have a chomps wrapper in my hand. <laughs>